I'm Max. I'm an engineer and inventor, etc., etc. Bageltron 2000, parallel dimensions, other Earths. You get the picture, the audio picture that I'm weaving with this incredible dialogue. I guess it's more of a monologue because there's nobody else here. Just me and the aristocrats, which, by the way, the aristocrats is far overshadowing the Bageltron 2000 as my greatest invention. Okay, it's not technically my invention. It's more of a discovery. The Aristocrats is my greatest discovery. It is the multiverse's lewdest gnome sculpture. And that's dramatically underselling it. Okay, listen, I could spend, honestly, hours going into all of this. I guess I probably have spent hours at this point on this very podcast in my pursuit of this. But anyways, the point is, Enlightenment is coming soon. It's coming for you, you, and you, and also you. But I'm not quite there yet. So we're going to continue what we've been doing the last few weeks. We're going to tune in to see where I've sent Jack Strode this week on his multidimensional tour of torture. And that would be where I would leave it off. But unfortunately, this dang Patreon alarm keeps going off again. I guess we've got another new Patreon supporter that we need to honor. And by we, I mean me and Jack Stroh, my roommate, who is currently off on a multidimensional excursion of doom. But he set up this alarm system that I can't figure out how to disable. It's got some sort of password lock, and I'm too busy with the aristocrats to figure that out. So the only way to disable it is to mention our Patreon supporter on the air, apparently. And I guess if I do that now, before I throw it at Jack Stroh, and I kind of tweak the AI algorithm that's sending him on this journey, it it might do enough to disable this alarm. So, this week, thank you to Tilde. Just like the little squiggly mark. That's what it says, Tilde. That doesn't make any sense, but that's what it says. So, thank you, Tilde, for all of your generous support. Apparently, Tilde is in cybersecurity. Also, grew up on a farm. There's a lot that doesn't make sense here. Tilde's cybersecurity farm. Okay, well, anyways, thank you for all the support. So, with that, let's throw it over to Jackstro, figure out where he's at right now. Maybe wherever it is he ends up will help us to honor slash dishonor our Patreon supporter. Thank you again to everyone who supports us on Patreon, I guess. You can't hear it, but I'm rolling my eyes, because the most important thing I never see is friends. Anyways, here we go. Oh, lights on on the recorder. Well, someone is listening in, I hope, as I sit here and idly bang this spoon against the bars of my jail cell. I'm in jail. I've been here for a week. The justice system here is remarkably fast. I thought I could sell an azalea farm and and live high off the proceeds for a couple of weeks, but justice caught up with me fast. But if you've been following this podcast, you know I don't stay anywhere for too long. Max keeps moving me from one place to another, one dimension to another. Ah, there's the countdown timer. I'm going someplace new, probably worse than a jail cell. I want to say it can't be worse than this boredom, but I know it probably will be worse. (gasps) No way. No way. Yes way. You're here. I am here. You're back. I am back. Wait a minute. No, hang on. You don't have the brooch. You're not the king. Yeah, I don't have the brooch right now, but... No, the king always... Okay, all right. Hang on. Just stay right there. Hang on. Oh, he's rapidly texting somebody. I hear the messages coming in, going out, coming in, going out. Yeah. While he's doing that, I'll describe what I see here, which is I'm standing in the middle of a pentagram. I wish I could say it's the first time. Candles lit everywhere. 
I mean, this is clearly some sort of occult ritual that I have stumbled into, and I'm literally in the very center. Okay, so apparently this was expected. You were not supposed to have the brooch. That is completely according to plan, question mark? Uh, Listen, I'm going to level with you, okay? My name's Max Adams. I'm the CFO of the Strobe Organization. Your organization, well, I guess not you exactly is what I'm getting from the messages. So they said you wouldn't know what any of this is all about. I'm just going to fill you in a little bit. All right. As far as I understood, you died eight years ago. Ah. The King, short for Kingpin, massive criminal organization. Again, I'm the CFO. I handle all the finances. I've been doing the hardest work of my life for the last eight years, ever since you disappeared, presumably died. Uh, well, I guess you, not you. Still not entirely clear what you are. I'm Jack Actually, Stroh. are you a demon? You have to tell me if you're a demon. Nope, not a demon. Just Jack Stroh. Okay, you, you have to tell me if you're a demon. You know that, right? I'm not sure that's how it works, but I am not a demon. Okay, well, good. But you're not really Jack Stroh. I know that because you don't have the brooch. The true king never took off that brooch. When he disappeared eight years ago, the brooch disappeared with him. Neither have ever been seen since then which is why we all know that he's dead. So I know you can't be him because he's been dead for eight years. And I've been managing this enterprise and things have been going pretty well. The thing is, there are a lot of employees that depend on this organization. When you, or not you, just disappeared, a lot of us were concerned that everything was going to crumble. But I assured everyone that I would not let that happen, and I haven't. Unfortunately, recently, we've been dealing with some problems brought upon us by some sort of InfoSec analyst goes by the handle tilde causing oh so many problems so many problems eh? she's got these crazy conspiracy theories that jack strobe is actually still alive well i clearly am alive i'm now, here standing right in front of me okay again no we gotta come up with a better system here how about we just call you nestor ah uh, huh Okay. That was what he named his favorite Draxolotl. The real Jack Strobe, the king, had an enormous underwater ecosystem. Ah, yes. Anyways, you're Nestor. You're not Jack Strobe. I don't think any of this explains why you're doing an occult ritual in this, uh, what is this, an abandoned warehouse? Uh, okay, listen. This Tilde character has been going on her cooking TikTok show and spouting all these crazy theories about how actually Jack Strobe is still alive and he's actually running the organization from behind the scenes, pulling the strings secretly, blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's so annoying because not only... What does that have to do with cooking? <sighs> Nothing. See, thank you. We're on the same page, right? But somehow, it's a very popular show. It's gone viral, every one of these videos, and it's causing a lot of problems. The feds have started to look into things, and they're threatening to impose all kinds of taxes on the estate. If, in fact, Jack Strobe is actually alive, but just in hiding... I don't know. There's some sort of thing that's going to cause the whole thing to fall apart that I've been doing my best to maintain for these past eight years, and I can't let it happen. So I was putting out all of these feelers, right? Trying to find out if anybody had some way to, like, shut down this whole tilde thing. And while I was doing that, I started getting these messages from someone that I don't know. But somehow they've got... Well, let's just say they know things about me that I would rather not have everyone else know about me. And they said that if I don't take these steps to save the strobe organization, that they will share these things with the world. 
So it seems like we're on the same page, like we're allies, but also they're threatening to destroy me. So I don't really have the best feeling of the vibe coming off of this character. I mean, all I've got are these texts, but the point is I don't want that information released. So I've been doing what they say to do. And what they told me to do was to set up this facility here in this abandoned Beanie Baby warehouse. You can't imagine how difficult it was to get somebody to sell me a goat when they knew that this was what I was going to do with it. But Why would you tell someone you were going to sacrifice a goat in an occult ritual? You know, that's a good point. In hindsight, obviously I probably shouldn't have told them that. I should have just said I was going to use it to mow my lawn or something. But I guess it is part of the ritual that I had to tell the goat what I was about to use the goat for. Whatever. Water under the bridge. Point is, I got the goat. I set up the facility here exactly to the specifications that I received in the text message. I did not think it was going to work. This changes everything. They laid out the whole plan for me. We just had to get Jack Strobe, or a close enough facsimile of Jack Strobe, and then all of these further steps where we could you know, stage this triumphant return, etc., etc., and then we would somehow avoid the feds taking everything away. And also shut down Tilde somehow. Uh, but a lot of this doesn't make any sense, because if we bring back... Jack, Strobe, you, kind of, then doesn't that just sort of prove Tilde right? Except she wasn't right. Anyways, the point is a lot of this is going over my head, and I didn't think we were going anywhere past today because I really didn't think that this whole thing here, gestures at the entire room, was going to work, and yet here you are. Here I am. Yeah, so... And I can do a triumphant return, but what you haven't elucidated here is what's in it for me. Oh, right, sure, yes, of course. I should have expected that that would be something that you would say. Listen, first things first, let's blow out these candles. All right, let me hit the lights. Oh, wow, that's bright. Okay, come over here into the office. All right. It's at least a little more comfortable in here. We have some disused office furniture. This is actually kind of comfortable, beanbag. Yeah, they went all in on the whole bean theme at Beanie Baby headquarters, obviously. Oh, I thought maybe there was a whoopee cushion in this. Sure, yes, whoopee cushions, right. All right, so let me inform my blackmailer what's going on here all right okay so they say that i'm to inform you that you will be well compensated it's a good start one and a half percent share in the company if you cooperate well if this company's big enough to have a cfo probably in the ballpark of something i'd be interested in Mm-hmm. i thought so it definitely is believe me that is sizable listen i only have a four percent share so one and a half is extremely generous Hang on, is that coming out of my 4%? I don't actually know where we're getting that extra 1.5% from. Huh. As far as I know, the person I'm messaging doesn't have any shares. Hang on, let me just ask. Where's this 1.5%? Oh. Oh. Okay. Huh. Got it. Yeah, all right. Everything makes a lot more sense now. I've just been given sort of the final piece of the puzzle. All right, so uh, you can see I have a large red button on the corner of this desk here, I'm being told the next step is I need to push this button. Yes, yes, you are. That apparently is exactly the plan, and I'm apparently now to get this aluminum bat here and just begin wailing on the Beanie Babies. I'm told that this will knock you out with the least amount of visible bruising. So just hold still. Not that you have a choice. Oh, he's hitting the pile, but 
Thankfully, there's a lot of stuffing between Stop him and talking. me. You're supposed to be knocked out. Ah, this is a lot harder than I thought. It, okay, I, I'm going to have to pull some of the beanie babies off of here. Apparently, the pile is too thick. Instructions were a little unclear about how long I was supposed to hold that button down for. All right, maybe that's... There we go. Oh, I think it worked. Maybe I was just hitting him in the gut before, and then now I got the head, finally. All right, I think... Let me poke it. Yeah? Okay. He's poking the pile, and he's not moving. I'm not hearing any more sounds. All right, let me... Carefully clear away these beanie babies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's out cold. All right. Cool. All right, I guess I need to just message my contact here. He is out cold. What's next? Question mark. Oh, good job, <gasps> Max. <gasps> Your it's, mom will never see those pictures now. It's really you. It's, yep. It's really you. Kingpin with a kingpin. You've got the brooch and everything. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe she was right this whole time. Yes. Curse her. That tilde. Okay. So we needed an incapacitated duplicate of you. That much I understand. But what are we going to do with this guy? We needed, more specifically, a dead Jack Strobe. Wait, did I just kill him? That was not in the job description. I don't think he's dead. At least not yet. I'm also uncomfortable with the idea of murder. But we'll have to figure out some way to get him the rest of the way dead. Oh my, that is extremely uncomfortable. It's the only way we can keep the Empire alive, is if I'm not alive. (sighs) I see. Well, I'm obviously not going to kill you. Yeah, I'd certainly prefer if I didn't have to kill this guy either. Can you explain to me? I didn't think that seances and stuff, I didn't think any of that was real. I really didn't think that was going to work. How it's did you know your about comprehension. that? It took a lot of research into the multiverse to figure out hacks that strangely do look a lot like a seance, but hacks that would influence the outcome of events in other dimensions. Wait, wait, wait. Other dim- Oh, Okay. All right, you know, I think I saw, like, a TV show about this stuff one time. Yeah. Parallel Earths. Parallel Earths. Wild stuff, man. That's what you've been doing with this last eight years? Becoming some kind of a crazy physicist? No, I've mostly been laying about watching reruns of The Golden Girls. Oh, yeah, that sounds a lot more fun. I assume that you must have seen these cooking TikToks, though. I saw the news articles about the cooking TikToks when I saw my name in the headlines again and that they were going to try to shut down my organization, I knew I had to do something. And staying dead seemed like the best option. I see. All right. Well, I mean, it's good at least that I don't actually have to give up my one and a half percent because that part was a little concerning to me. You know, I've kind of got a lot of financial plans for myself. That's why I've been, you know, making so much of an effort to keep this whole thing coming along for the last eight years. You could have at least left me with, like, some kind of a plan, you know? Like, just disappearing at sea without any warning at all. Kind of sore about that. Yeah, I didn't really think it through very much. Had to be quick about it. A lot of things were catching up with me in this life. All right, if he's going to be me, he needs to have this brooch. Well, yeah, no one's going to believe it if he doesn't know this. You're actually going to give it up? I'm going to pin it to his lapel. I may take it out of his coffin later, but for now... You haven't been without that thing for at least 30 years. Yep, sacrifices must be made. Wow. I need to lose this brooch. He needs to lose his life. I think I'm probably the one sacrificing more, but um, here, I'll put this on his collar. Yeah, yeah, I think we're on the same page there. I mean, that is... Wow, it feels wrong. 
I mean, he looks just like you. I guess he is you? He's a version of me. Huh. A more moral version of me, I think. But yes. Fascinating. All right. Now, I know you said you didn't want to kill anyone, but I'm going to need you to be at least involved with what happens next. Uh, all right. You know, I think... I Wait, think what's that noise? Yeah. What? Huh. Is he know. beeping? Is there like a robot version of you in another dimension? I thought he was fleshy. He sounded very fleshy when I was smacking him. Whoa. Hey. Uh, again? Jack, again? Oh, my gosh. you got to be kidding me, dude. Get out of there. I told you the ice cream freezer is not for your naps. I don't care how hot it is outside. Hey. 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 You can't pretend uh. to be asleep, dude. I know you're actually awake. Get up. Okay. I'm not getting written up again for this. If you're not going to get up and get out of here, I'm taking you out. I'm all right. I'm taking you out. This is not a bluff. I'm doing it. God, you need to lay off the ice cream, dude. Way too heavy. Oh, my head. Oh. All right. That seems like as good a place as any to leave it. I mean, I don't think we'll be getting much interesting out of Jack for a while. Anyway, since it seems that he's been knocked unconscious. I'm getting awfully close to completing the aristocrats. I think maybe only another week, two tops, and then its glory will be revealed to everyone across the multiverse. But for now, I'm going to continue working on it, and I'll catch you next week. Dispatches from the Multiverse is produced by Tim Ellis. Starring J.R. Willett as Jack, the King, but not actually, Strobe, and Tim Ellis as Max. Want to support this podcast and help make sure it continues? Tell all your friends about us and share us online. Then check out patreon.com slash dispatchesfm, where you can support us directly and access exclusive bonus content like brainstorming sessions, sweet merch, raw recordings, other audio, and elaborately staged peeks behind the interdimensional curtain. Check the show notes or our website for links to our listener Discord and our subreddit. And visit us online at dispatches.fm. Poofing sound of someone sitting on a beanbag with slight flatulence. <laughs> you gonna mix me a drink? No, no, no. A no. Cosby? <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Cosby Tolitan? <laughs> <laughs>